0: following skit is in Bisaya, the mother tongue of Ray and Dee. Regular program in English will commence after the intro music. Ay, salamat na kahawanag yun tos opisina. Woo. Oh, eh, mag-Tagalog. Uy, did you ko kibaw mo Tagalog ba?
1: Maugan eh, nosebleed ka eh tumong office mga opisemate. Uy, masangon oh, sa- man ng main na lang nanatadari niya, gigutom na kayo ko. Umuta ba?
0: Umut ka ayong sudan ba?
1: Masin oh, mo nagustuhan di ako.
0: Kena unsa kana? Kana na isa baw.
1: Oh, uta no oh, gusto ko uta. Oh, utan. oh, oh
0: kalimutan nga nanabytas Manila so Tagalog kung mag-order ka. For example, ay, oh. ang sudan. dili na na sud ulam na siya nya ulam. Okay, okay. Oh, nya kan kanin na siya kanin.
1: Ah, so giilis dan lang ang letra day imong i asige ah, gets oh, na nako. Na, oh, gets na ko. Sigi-sigi. Hi po, ano po sa inyo? Ah, ma'am, ah, pwede pa order? Nang kanin at nang otin, Welcome to the 48th episode of Banana Q Podcast. (laughs) Guys, sorry if you did not understand the cold open. That's because we forgot that you can't put subtitles in a podcast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that was actually Bisaya, our native tongue, right? Yes. Yeah, which is the second most widely spoken language in the Philippines next to Tagalog. In -hmm. fact, there was a debate that Bisaya should be the national language. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people automatically think that there are more Visayas speakers because geographically the land size of Visayas and Mindanao is larger than Luzon, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But not a lot of people know that actually Luzon is much denser than Visayas and Mindanao, meaning there are more people confined in a particular space. So actually, there's uh, yeah. a lot more <laughs> Tagalog speakers than Bisaya speakers. So their claim doesn't hold water.
1: Yeah, yeah. So there is this article from Inquire.net that they had this survey uh, in 2014. And Filipino or Tagalog is cited as the language of the home by 37.8% of the people were asked The Cebuanos, or the Visaya, I suppose, is cited as home language by Mm 26.7%. So there is actually a big gap. Like, it's more than 10% gap. So there's actually still more Tagalog people than Visayas. Visayas and Mindanao, I think, a lot of Bisaya people are there but then I think most people are living in Luzon because probably the opportunities yeah. are there and all that.
0: Yes, same as us like we went to Makati for our first yeah. job because the opportunities <laughs> are there. So people tend to gravitate towards the capital and that's why mm-hmm. most of them would settle in Manila and therefore you know once mm-hmm. they have offsprings their children would naturally speak Tagalog right because yes. why would you speak Bisaya in Manila nobody <laughs> would understand you other than your mother or father. <laughs>
1: Yes, that's true. (laughs) So let's start at the very beginning of the history of the Philippines. Uh, Not the history of the Philippines. (laughs) The history of the Filipino language. Yes. The Philippines is a multilingual state with more than 175 living languages originating and spoken by various ethno-linguistic groups. Mm. There was no one single common language across every cultural group in the Philippine archipelago when the Spanish arrived. The 16th century. So, while Spanish and English were considered official languages during the American colonial period, there existed no national language initially. So, on November 13, 1936, the first National Assembly of the Philippine Commonwealth approved Commonwealth Act Number no. One Eight Four, creating the Institute of National Language and tasking it with making a study and survey of each existing native language hoping to choose which was to be the base for a standardized national language.
0: Mm. Can you
1: imagine they had to go through 175 languages? Like, that's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So the Institute of National Language adopted a resolution on November 9, 1937, recommending Tagalog to be the basis of the national language. Mm. On December 31 of the same year, Kezon proclaimed Tagalog as the basis of the wikang pambansa or the national language, giving the following factors. One, Tagalog is widely spoken and is the most understood language in all the Philippine regions. Hmm. Two, it is not divided into smaller daughter languages like Bisayan or Bicol are. Three, its literary tradition is the richest of all native Philippine languages, the most developed and extensive. More books are written in Tagalog than in any other autochthonous... Okay, I don't know what this means, guys. What is this? (laughs) Autochthonous Philippine language, but Spanish. But this is mainly by virtue of law. Mm. And Tagalog has always been the language of Manila, which was the political and economic center of the Philippines during the Spanish and American eras. And the last one was that Spanish was the language of the 1896 revolution and the Katipunan. But the revolution was led by people who also spoke Tagalog. So apparently that... <laughs> oh, the Visaya are not leaders and they're not patriotic yeah. enough, so because of that, Tagalog deserves the national language seat. Anyway, on June 7, 1940, the Philippine National Assembly passed Commonwealth Act number no. 570 declaring that the Filipino national language would be considered an official language effective July 4, 1946. Mm. So, the question is though, after this Was the officially appointed national language actually accepted by all Filipinos?
0: No, I don't think so. There were a lot of non-Tagalogs, most especially Cebuanos, who protested against the decision Like Mm -hmm. They feel that, "Mm, how come you're choosing one language over ours? No, it should be fair. It has to be a combination. It has to be a collection of all the dialects spoken in the Philippines for it to be truly a national language, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. It can't be one national language. So there are a lot of riots, a lot of protests. But I wonder, Mm -hmm. those riots and protests, what language are they using to (laughs) protest, right? Because if they protest in Bisaya...
1: And the, then the people won't the, understand yes. them.
0: Mm-hmm. The the National... What's that? <laughs> Na- national Language? Institute of National Language? Yes, I think so. Wouldn't yes. understand them. So <laughs> I, I would expect them to protest in Tagalog. Probably. Right? And, uh, Tanggalin ang Tagalog. Something like that, right?
1: <laughs> or maybe they were protesting in English or Spanish just to prove mm. a point or something.
0: To use your friend's words... Konyo Cabron. <laughs> what? <laughs> the cutie minute from last time. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. In 1959,
0: in order to appease the protesters, they changed the name of the national language from Tagalog to Pilipino. So that, okay, guys, you know what? Our national language is not really Tagalog. It's Filipino. Uh-huh. But in essence, it's still Tagalog. So. <laughs> all the more protests happened. So there were these two groups of purists that held counter movements against the Filipino or the Tagalog as the national language. And there are two main campaigns of the purists. One is campaigning totally against Tagalog. Like, we don't want Tagalog. That's it, full stop. While the other was, hey, we don't like Tagalog because it's not inclusive enough to include any of the dialects. So, You should create a national language. So these were the two main camps of protesting. And then 20 years later, in 1971, (laughs) it again was revived that, hey, you know what? We should try and stop this protest. This has to stop. Okay, what should we do? And so there was an assembly of delegates to really understand and try to create a national language, a more inclusive language to be our national language. But the problem was... Even if they collected a lot of delegates from all over the Philippines, you know, non native Tagalogs, Tagalogs, mm-hmm. the conclusion of the assembly was you know what? Let's just use Tagalog, guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because it's too complicated, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: So maybe they dabbled into it. Okay, let's uh-huh. try. Instead of using um, this word from Tagalog, maybe let's try and borrow uh, a Bisaya word. And then probably the grammar doesn't sound right anymore. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's getting harder and harder to keep track of, hey, what word should we use here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they gave up. And they were like, you know what? Let's <laughs> just keep it status quo. And let's change the name to Filipino. So from Pilipino to Filipino, they just changed the letter (laughs) from P to letter F. Good job, you guys. This is a standing ovation to the delegates assigned to create a national language. Thank you for changing the letter P to letter F, (laughs) making it harder for Bisaya to pronounce it.
1: (laughs) Cebuanos usually don't like speaking Tagalog. Is that really the case?
0: I would say, yeah, it's not that we don't like speaking it. Mm -hmm. Probably, it's just that we're not comfortable using it. Mm -hmm. For us, our only opportunity to use Tagalog as a language is that one subject that we have in school. (laughs) Yes. And our Uh teacher is not a native Tagalog as well. So sometimes she would use bisaya. Oh, mom, you're (laughs) using bisaya Because... You know, she's not also a native speaker. Oh, she's so she's funny. bound to, to make mm-hmm. mistakes. So outside of that subject in school, we don't really use it. During our break time, we, we talk to our friends, we use Bisaya. Mm. And then in any other subject, we use English. So it's always been English and Bisaya. And then maybe only 2% of our time, we use Tagalog. So for me, I'm not comfortable enough to use the language because... I'm afraid that I might use the wrong grammar. I might use the wrong word, similar to how I would approach English, right? Because it's mm-hmm. it's not really my native tongue. And so I'm hesitant. I suppose if you are, you know, a big fan of TV, then you, you watch a lot of shows in Tagalog, yeah. then I suppose getting used to listening to the language somehow would boost your confidence a little bit yeah but for me even watching tv i, I don't i don't watch tagalog's sp- uh, spoken television I, I probably would watch mtv which is music ah. uh, maybe news and even news uh, in cebu it's in bisaya so it's oh, like okay. really really hard there's not enough avenue for me to actually learn the language and
1: mm, yeah
0: i would say it's also a bit confusing to switch between Bisaya and Tagalog because the grammar is very similar. You have the past tense, the present tense, the structure of the sentence. is the same. I think the only difference is in Tagalog, they're more polite because whenever they speak to the elderly, they would use po and opo, but Bisaya, we'd never use po and opo. That's why Uh, when we go to Manila, we are often thought of as bastos, right? Yes, or are rude. Yes, <laughs> rude people because we don't use po and opo. It's yeah. not that we don't want to. It's just that we don't use po and opo.
1: Yeah, we didn't really use that.
0: Yeah, it's a struggle.
1: Even if we're speaking in Tagalog, right, we don't use po and opo. And in Bisaya, there's no such thing, like, a equivalent of po and opo in Bisaya. So, yeah. it's not a habit that we cultivated because of that.
0: Maybe for Tagalogs and Bisaya, it's the same for us. Like, when we meet somebody we, we know and, and elderly, mm. we would mano, right?
1: Uh, yes, yes.
0: We call that in Bisaya, bless. So, bless, I uh, Ah, yeah, Bless. bless. <laughs> that's the sign of respect and everything that happens after that it's as if we are equals like we don't use po and opo anymore
1: your other way of showing respect is still like you know in the way you call them right you would still call Mm -hmm. them manang Mm -mm. manang is the ate equivalent or manong which is the kuya. equivalent yes exactly
0: like you use a term
1: yeah you use those terms I guess that's enough that's it I don't think we've ever mentioned it in previous episodes that the reason why our podcast is in English really is the first reason is because Ray didn't feel <laughs> that he was confident yeah. enough to speak in Tagalog.
0: Mm, nahirapan ako sa kalisod. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. So that is the number one reason why. And we thought, like, if we spoke in Bisaya, it would reach fewer people. So we decided to use English instead. And also, <clears throat> the second reason is if we use English, then our friends that we have accumulated in the past decade or so who are non-Filipinos, because we have been outside yeah. the Philippines, right? If they want to tune in, then they can do so as well. So hi, guys. <laughs> <Yes>. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing this for you. <laughs> all right so yes and there you go now mm. we have finally told the real reason why so, we're in English it's not because we are social or something no
0: <laughs> no we're not it's the opposite reason <laughs> It's it's that simple reason. I would say it will be harder for us to edit because I would make a lot of mistakes. Cause just it's just that I'm not comfortable uh, with it. So I mentioned about the similarity, right? And s- mm. somehow that trips me up. Like one classic example is when you're asking somebody if he is Filipino in Tagalog, you would say Filipino kaba. Uh-huh. But in Bisaya, Filipino baka. Oh so yeah. Like, <laughs> you're just switching the ka and the ba.
1: Yes, that's was like, true.
0: So, so, to me, it was like well, I, I would somehow speak in Bisaya, but my intention was to speak in Tagalog. But I got confused because they're so similar, and some words as well. Like you say, rice in Tagalog, you say "bigas," mm. but in Bisaya, it's "bugas." Yeah. So just one letter, the "i" becomes a U. Mm. Tricycle is "tricycle" in Bisaya. It's
1: <laughs> that bicycle how it's spelled, actually. <laughs> is
0: "bicycle." Google is "google." Then you would say. Ah, oh, so there's a pattern. You just change the O in Bisaya or U in Bisaya to I, mm-hmm. right? But it doesn't work.
1: Yeah, that doesn't Because a work.
0: in Bisaya <laughs> is not a tip.
1: <laughs> yeah, I actually made that mistake before in Manila. <laughs> I was telling the story of how the expression it's raining cats and dogs came about. <laughs> so it has something to do with the dogs and the cats being on the roof. So I was yeah. telling this story in Tagalog. <laughs> And my my colleague who is Visaya was like dying from laughter. He said, There is no a tip. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Because you would make that association, right? That, oh, I sense a pattern. I just need to change the U to I. But no. So that just makes the language learning for me a little bit more complicated. And you know what? I don't really use the language that much. So why bother? That was my mentality. In school, at work, we use English. Or Bisaya, just those two. So to me, speaking to somebody like Mm. you, right? Talking to you. And I know that you know Bisaya. Yes. (laughs) Yes, <laughs> it feels awkward to talk to you in Tagalog,
1: yeah, isn't yeah. it? Except if we are with Gemma. Like oh, time. yeah, of course. <laughs> when there's
0: somebody who can't understand, yeah, then yeah. it's natural for us to speak in a common language. But like for the two of us, when we plan our episode, yeah, yeah. when we research, we speak in Bisaya, and that's natural. And I don't know, it just. Feels weird for us to speak in Tagalog. It's
1: yeah, yeah, I, I, I think I think that's that's common anyway. Not just with Bisaya, mm. but with anything, right? Like Filipinos, when we're talking to each other, we tend to switch to the language that we all know, which is either Tagalog mm. or Bisaya, whoever you're talking to, right? That's why it becomes yeah. a habit. Um, even when you're abroad, like, you know, you're speaking amongst yourselves and you're speaking in Tagalog and people are saying, like, why are they being rude?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I think you are like my mom. So my mom mm. is Bisaya. So she moved to Zamboanga when she was in her thirties. So by that time, it's really difficult to pick up language, right? Obviously, yeah. we know that. So, so she came from, uh, Bisaya place as well in Mindanao, mm. Bukidnon. So she was also not comfortable speaking Tagalog, just like you. Actually, there's a funny story about this. I didn't realize this, that she had this issue. Like, one time, when I was already working in Singapore, mm. then my mom visited me in Singapore and then she met my Tagalog-speaking friends. And then I had to mm. leave them for a bit, like, you know, I had to buy food or something. And when <laughs> yes. I came back, I was surprised, like, how come everyone is speaking in English? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I think this is not, as you know, this is not normal for Filipinos. So I'm, so, I I'm was like, what's going on? And then I realized at that moment that my mother actually doesn't know how to speak Tagalog well. I guess like I just never saw her in, you know, a situation where there were Tagalog speaking people, I guess. So. Like, I always speak to her in Bisaya. I see her speaking Bisaya. I just didn't notice that she actually doesn't Mm. speak Tagalog. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So, she's just like you because she was just always surrounded by Bisaya-speaking people. Maybe even though she moved to Zamboanga, her friends were still Bisaya. Mm. That's why she never really had opportunities to learn speaking it Mm. very well. But, I mean, she could understand it.
0: Yeah, definitely. yeah. Yeah,
1: definitely. But she just didn't feel like she could articulate that well
0: interesting i didn't know that i'm i'm surprised though like your your mom is not comfortable speaking in tagalog but how come you are comfortable speaking oh, yeah. in Tagalog? like why why is it so different <laughs> for you
1: yeah i think it's because again it's because of who you're surrounded with so the thing is Samwanga is not as homogenous as cebu or as my mom's place which is bukidnon so it's more like a melting pot mmm Sabuanga locals, they speak Chavacano as their main language or dialect, but there are also lots of people who migrated from the nearby places, and they speak Bisaya and Tagalog. There's also Tausug and Samal, which is the ah, yeah. languages of the Muslim people.
0: Yeah, they are, what's that, brave people, right?
1: <laughs> Tausug?
0: I oh, yeah, Taong Isug.
1: <laughs> ah, maybe, maybe, <laughs> I have no idea if that's true, but Sure. But yeah, so there are so many languages or dialects, so you you have a choice. Not really a choice, but it depends on who you end up around. Mm. For me, I suppose, obviously, I'm Bisaya. I grew up in Bisaya, but my close friends ended up speaking Tagalog. So that's why I became more fluent in that instead of Chavacano. Mm. Actually, I couldn't really speak Chavacano, I could understand it. I only learned to speak Chavacano when I was in high school because like, you know, I joined this organization and most of the people spoke Chavacano. So Mm -hmm. I was forced to speak. You're
0: forced to learn. (laughs) And now that you've mentioned that in the Philippines, we have a lot of languages. So it does make sense to have a national language, right? So what do you think are the main benefits of having the effort of actually putting it in the constitution to have a national language? I know those guys gave up the National (laughs) Language Institute. They gave up in trying to come up with a national language <laughs> mm-hmm. but we are forced to learn Tagalog or Filipino yeah. as our national language what, what what do you think are the benefits
1: i think the benefit obviously is that we can all communicate with each other no matter from which part of the philippines we are i mean we need a unifying language for everyone to understand like if there is a news like can you imagine if there was no national language then if there's like breaking news and then it needs to be translated in the 100 something <laughs> Alex. <laughs> like, that's gonna take time. What
0: the hell? Yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> so, I guess that helps in that way. And I I suppose, like, even maybe documents in the law, if they pass a bill, it's probably in Tagalog, right?
0: Uh, laws right now, I think it's in English. Because ah, okay. we have two main languages, English and Filipino. But I think most of our documents... Our government papers—they're all in English. Mm. When you go to your city hall and request for birth certificate, even birth certificate is English. Like,
1: oh yeah, that's true. All,
0: all our records are in English.
1: Yeah, I think you can only think of one. Then it's just that there are a lot of overseas Filipino workers. Like if you know, if you get thrown in Japan, you could understand each other. If you want to speak and not be understood by other people, <laughs> <laughs> you can't think
0: <laughs> if you wanna talk behind their backs, they wanna back backbite somebody.
1: I just suddenly remembered something. So this colleague of mine, he's Filipino, we met in the pantry and of course there were other people around us hmm. and he told me, Galing ako sa panayam and I'm like, what is panayam? What's I forgot <laughs> What's Panayam? It's too deep. It's interview and I like I completely (laughs) forgot. And I asked him, what do you mean? And then in the end he actually had to tell me in English anyways.
0: (laughs) Ah, So that person's trying to hide the fact that he went for an interview and of course you're in the office. He doesn't want the other people to to overhear. Yeah,
1: but then I like I kept asking, What is that? What is that? (laughs) And then in Uh, the end he just had to whisper to me, interview.
0: (laughs) <laughs> fail.
1: <laughs> fail. It's so fail. <laughs> so funny. That's all that I could think of in the pros. But mm. what about the cons?
0: I would say if there are less people talking the dialects because they are somehow forced to talk in another language, the national language, then eventually there will be death in the dialects, right? I uh, mean, it's already yeah. obvious. Like, whenever we speak to somebody older than us, maybe our grandparents, Mm. There are a lot of words that they use that we don't. And, And that's because over the generations, we somehow prefer not to speak in the olden Bisaya anymore because there are probably more convenient Tagalog words that we know of that we use. So our dialects have become maybe a, a lighter version of what it used to be. Yeah, true. It's a language that's slowly and slowly evolving into, I don't know, non existent So I, an example would be Latin, right? Latin oh, is yeah. a, you know, that's a completely dead language now because nobody is speaking on it. And even though we still see it in monuments, in, in wherever, but the language itself, you know, nobody's using it. And so no words... No new words are being created. So I'm afraid that would be where the dialects are going. So I would say that also written forms of art or spoken forms of art, like poetry, storybooks in the dialect also would continue to dwindle because nobody's using it anymore. Like if I'm an artist, if I'm a writer... Why would I write a novel in Bisaya if I'm constricting myself my audience is like very few people yeah, right true. so there's like us, not enough right? incentive anymore yeah like us like <laughs> we we could have used dialect here but we were conscious of the fact that you know we're limiting our audience and so we used a totally different language so i would say that's one main disadvantage of forcing a national language and maybe another one is you know that feeling like the 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 non-tagalogs the Cebuanos who protested all throughout 1930s to 1960s, like uh-huh. for three decades, they've been protesting about Tagalog or Filipino as so the national language. I think they somehow felt that whatever it is that they know of, the dialect that they're speaking, is somehow inferior uh. to the national language. So that feeling that, oh maybe I'm not good enough. I'm part of an inferior group because the dialect that I know, my mother tongue is not the national quote unquote language. So I think those things, those are the two main things that I can think of as a negative effect. But honestly, those two things don't really outweigh the fact that there are greater benefits of having yeah, a national yeah, language. Of like, can you imagine, you mentioned the, the translation, right? What if <laughs> you're getting sued? And then, yeah. <laughs> no, I need translator. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh, oh, what the hell like, do you speak? Bisaya, hey, do we have do we have Bisaya <laughs> translator there? Or what if one of those other 180 uh, languages like it becomes yes. more administratively expensive <laughs> to run a government or to run a country, I would say.
1: Okay, I think another con would be like because as you said, there's a preferred language, right? Which is in this case a the Tagalog. Then people just prefer to focus on that. Like in entertainment, for example, ah. in the Philippines, right? Movies, TV shows. The popular ones are usually just Tagalog. Even the ones that are being shown in Mindanao and Cebu, like, in my place, there's a Chavacano TV patrol, and I'm sure you also have a Bisaya TV patrol. Mm. And there are like a few shows, but it's not really like mainstream. Mm.
0: Yeah.
1: And they don't really get as popular as Tagalog ones. And actually, there was this article I found on JP, jpthehistorian.medium.com. So, this is actually about this TV show that I, I, I remember watching as a kid, which is called Sigut the Wonderpole. Have you ever watched this? <laughs>
0: I've heard you mention that. But I've never seen an episode of that. So, what is Sigut the Wonderful?
1: It's actually a goat. <laughs> <laughs> goat is a goat.
0: <laughs> because that's how that's how we Visaya <laughs> pronounce, pronounce goat, right? Oh Sigut, yeah. uh, Sigut
1: the Wonderful so he's the wonderful goat, and he's wonderful because he actually um poops gold. What? Like, <laughs> Anyway, this article is saying that there's always been an issue of being bisaya on National Spotlight, especially Mm. in the cruel world of show business. Wow, cruel. Mm. Anyway, he says, All the shows we see on television are in Tagalog because our favorite artistas or actors, from Angel Loxin to Ding Dong Dantes and even to the likes of our homegrown talents, Kim Chu and Vina Morales, are forced Mm. to speak in the national language because it is the only way to further their career. So, Kim and Vina Morales, by the way, they're both Visayas. So that's why he mentioned their name. So the formation of our national language under Manuel El Quezon has sidelined the language spoken by most people from Visayas and Mindanao. The advent of television, Tagalog remained the dominant medium in the dissemination of information and Visayan remained on the periphery of our national consciousness. Speaking Visayan on air is a rare occurrence. And even if there is someone speaking on television dubbing and subtitles are needed. Mm. The rest of the country know less of our deep cultural roots in television dramas and plays. It seems that producing a Cebuano language television series with all Cebuano actors can be a risky and stupid idea because it has never been done before. Whether a Visayan role is present in our favorite staple telenovelas, these roles are always relegated to typical subservient katulong or housemaid Mm. roles. Mm. And oftentimes, non-Bisaya's portray us in a stereotypical, caricaturish, and funny way possible to the point it is somewhat similar to blackface in Americans' deep racist South. Mm. So I, I guess he has a point. So there is a discrimination against the Bisaya people, right? Like if you are Bisaya or if you have uh, an accent, right? Like a heavy Bisaya accent, yeah. or you have a punto. That's what they call it, right? Like, people make fun of it. Yeah. Or you're deemed you don't sound polished or you don't sound well-educated. Yeah. Just because you have a heavy Visaya accent. So, I guess that's one of the cons.
0: Yeah. I really don't like that. Like, the discrimination part is, is really hurtful, right? Because yeah. you're demeaning someone. That reminds me of a... A real scenario that I was when, when I was was at high school. No, I think we were in college already. So mm-hmm. I, I joined a contest. So we went to Manila. I, I was with my teacher and two other classmates. And then upon arriving at the airport, we took a cab going to the hotel. And then the taxi driver knew that uh, we were you know from Cebu. We we spoke with a punto or uh-huh. a dialect. <laughs> And then we heard in the intercom. So, you know, taxi drivers have their own kind of intercom to talk to other taxi drivers, right? Mm -hmm. And they were referring to us as Dangit.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) That is so... Oh. So
0: they were they were talking about, oh, uh, a fresh batch of passengers arrived at the airport. Oh, mm. I have a dangit passenger, something like that. Oh.
1: Okay, for the people who are not Filipinos, dangit is actually dried fish. Yeah. Is that a Bisaya
0: name? It's or? a delicacy in, in, in Cebu. It's oh, yeah. like a, a very flat dried fish and it's so delicious if you deep fry it. Mm-hmm. Ah, it smells so good. <laughs>
1: no, it doesn't actually smell good, right? It smells stinky to other people. But uh, yeah. I think Durian. I mean yeah, yeah. It's mm. it's like that. Mm. But but maybe it's kind of a derogatory term in a way yeah. because like, you know, maybe because it's stinky. We're not saying that all of the tagalogs are this way, obviously. But my mom, she also liked to talk about that. Like she felt that the Luzon people are what's Api?
0: <laughs> api. Um there's that like a criminal mind has has that complex, right? Wherein they feel mm. that they are superior. Yeah, yeah I suppose Contempt. so. They they have uh...
1: <laughs> Maybe or or they maybe it's not just her, but I think it's a sentiment probably of like, you know, a lot of Pisaya people that the Tagalog people feel superior mm-hmm. They always feel as though they are better than the Bisaya people and even like in the politics suddenly there's this whole politics thing again like how come most of the presidents of the Philippines are usually from Luzon or, or Tagalog speaking presidents Right. of course excluding Duterte and sorry the first one right you mentioned was actually
0: Sergio Osmeña but yeah. he, he was then vice president but because of the death of Manuel Alcazon during the world war he became the President. So uh, he became president, but it was a, it wasn't through voting; it wasn't uh-huh. through popular vote. He was in succession to the death of then president Manuel Quezon.
1: Yeah, so I think before that, there was this whole scenario. So it's not just the language. It's generally, I think, the people in Visayas and Mindanao feel that they're, I think, oppressed was the word I was trying Mm. to look for. So they feel oppressed by the Luzon people, that Mm. the government, the ones who are the seats of power, their focus is just on improving Luzon, or it's just all about Luzon, and nobody cares about what happens in Visayas and Mindanao. As you said, Mm. all the opportunities are in Luzon, right? That is why, even for us, we both went to go- Good schools, But then we felt like we couldn't stay in our respective hometowns because there yeah. just isn't enough opportunity. Yeah. In my hometown, I don't think we had any global companies, for example. Like, yeah. that's not a thing at all. So it's not just language-wise. It's this whole, all this other agenda and all that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, just in a nutshell, I'm sure there's a lot more over. The- we, we We weren't expecting to go this deep. But anyway, so let's go back to the language, shall we? <laughs> yes.
0: let's go back. And I think now that we've mentioned discrimination, right? And Mm -hmm. I think it's high time for us to also discuss how do we avoid this feeling of Bisayas being oppressed by Tagalogs? How do we uh, at least lessen the discrimination in the use of language? And I think one is, please, if you're from Luzon, if you're a Tagalog speaker, don't make fun of people who have an accent, Yeah, right? Because first of all, we Bisaya... We learn the language. It's not our native tongue, but we take (laughs) the effort of learning the language. And so it really takes time and practice for us to be perfect about the language, especially that it's a subject or it's a a language that we don't normally use, right? So Mm. maybe we've only read about that word or maybe we heard somebody say it and we haven't really spoken that word. So (laughs) we really are prone to make mistakes. So please don't make fun of people who has accent or has, you know, it's not comfortable speaking the language. And then also... If you're the Bisaya or if you're the non-Tagalog who is at the receiving end of the discrimination, Mm -hmm. also learn to take pride and, you know, stand up for your right. And what I liked about that incident that I mentioned to you when we went to Manila for a contest was... Our teacher was very vocal about it. She actually scolded the taxi driver.
1: Oh wow, that's good. What what did she say?
0: She said it in perfect Tagalog because our teacher grew up in Makati.
1: I see. Okay.
0: Her family moved to Cebu and that's why she was a teacher in Cebu, but she spoke in perfect Tagalog and she was scolding the taxi driver, "You shouldn't, you know, use that word that's derogatory. Why are you, uh, you know, referring to uh, Cebuanos like that?" Mm. Uh, you know, deep inside I I, I was <laughs> I was scared because uh-huh, Yeah, uh, mom <laughs> the driver is has the control of of the taxi if you piss him off too much maybe he'll stop in the middle of the highway and then we you know with our luggages and we will be out of a, a mode of transportation but also i was proud of her you know course, she yeah. she she really stood her ground she she was really pointing out that hey what you're doing is wrong you're trying to destroy a, a Capua Filipino, a co-Filipino. Like, mm-hmm. why are you doing that? We, we, sh- we should be the same. We should be helping each other out, not making fun <laughs> of each other's accents. So that was really, I don't know, empowering for me. And yeah. maybe for people, probably it's hard to do that. Like, mm. for me, I'm not very confrontational.
1: Yeah, I will never do that. Yeah.
0: It takes guts to do that. But I would say if it's due, like, if it's really necessary, I think it's important to also show that, hey, what you're doing is wrong. You shouldn't do that so that it stops the cycle, right? Because yep. if, if you stay silent, that means you are agreeing or you're okay with it. But uh, we, we shouldn't be okay with being discriminated.
1: Yeah, and I think maybe that guy just didn't realize that what he was doing was wrong because probably he thought it was normal because all of his friends were doing it. But doesn't mean that mm. he's right, right? So maybe he needed that confrontation so that he would realize yeah. that he was wrong. And it's good that your teacher spoke up, definitely.
0: Yeah, I was so proud, but... I don't think we won that contest, so <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well at least you and won something in a way. <laughs> yes,
0: we may not have won that contest, but my teacher won my heart.
1: Ah <laughs> uh, okay, that is so <laughs> cute. <laughs> Matthias, yes, I think you're right. Um, You know, you should speak up. You're being Mm -hmm. discriminated against. And people who are listening to this, maybe you are cracking jokes. um, Do not feel offended that, oh, why are you so sensitive? We are just telling you, as you said, maybe you don't know that, you know, you are hurting people. Maybe it doesn't seem wrong to you, but there are actually a lot of people who feel that way.
0: Yeah. (laughs)
1: I guess the second question I have is, how do we keep the dialects alive then? Mm. And I suppose it's good that recently we have the K-12, is it the education, the new education system that we have, now includes mother tongue. So that means the kids are in their respective areas where, you know, for example, Sambwanga would have a mother tongue, which is Sambwanga. So that ensures that the language will not die. yes. Which is your fear, right? So I think before, I remember my teacher in college was already saying that he was worried that Chavacano was dying. Mm. It's not the same Chavacano that he was accustomed to. It had gotten watered down. There was one time, I think it was Doria Macapagal Arroyo, the former president, right? She visited some wangga during, I don't know what year it was. And then... I can't remember if it was her mother or grandmother, but anyway, she was related to someone who who grew up in Zamboanga, so she said she knew how to speak Chavacano, and then she spoke, and I didn't understand, like, half of what she said, like, what is that, so nosebleed, and then they're saying that's, like, the original Chavacano... Like, you know, mm. the deep Chavacano words. So that's a perfect example of the language getting watered down through the generations. So it's good that we have that in our um, curriculum now. Mm. And then I guess another way is that, you know, we can keep dialects alive by having entertainment, not just in Tagalog, right? For example, I remember there was this very popular radio play called yung Mini. <laughs> yes,
0: I remember that. <laughs> can you sing the jingle?
1: yung Mini. <laughs> <laughs> and then they decided to make this into a TV show because it was so popular in, on radio. But the thing is, it was a Bisaya radio play. They decided to make it into Tagalog. Mm-hmm. Which is like, why couldn't they have kept it in Bisaya and they just have subtitles, for example, right? Like, mm. we watch K-drama and we watch all these other TV shows with subtitles and we can't do the same for our own languages, right? Yeah. And then when it became Tagalog, the song became yung Mini. Ang ibig sabihin, millionaire yung Fake. So like, they <laughs> translate... <laughs> <laughs> like why?
0: Oh, at least they're trying to teach us the the, the meaning of "millionary mini." <laughs> Ang ibig sabihin ay Na yung
1: fake, fake. millionaire mini. In English, is
0: a fake millionaire.
1: <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like maybe that is an you know uh, an option, right?
0: Yeah, maybe the people assigned to do subtitles for "Millionary Mini" are like the Institute of National Language. They're like, you know what? Screw that. That's a lot of work. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Let's
0: Just tagalize it or change it to Tagalog.
1: Um that is actually entirely possible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Cause you know how taxing it is to subtitle, right? You oh, yeah, have to I'm time sure. it perfectly, you have to translate it, mm. you have to play it exactly at, at the right moment. So it is a hassle, <laughs> I would say.
1: Yeah, but then you can just hire someone to do that and at least you've given someone a job. Mm. Make more jobs for Filipinos.
0: Nah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs>
1: Let's do that. All right. I think that's it.
0: Yeah, that's it. <laughs>
1: Cutie, Cutie Minute. It's time
0: minute. for our followers.
1: Cutie, Cutie Your Minute. Your
0: thoughts in our voice.
1: Cutie, Cutie Minute. It's
0: not minute. really one minute, but we're calling it. Cutie,
1: Cutie Minute.
0: So our first Cutie Minute is from buymeacoffee.com from our, oh my God, she's probably our number one fan, the Eroragia. Yes. So, she bought us three coffees, saying, wow. "Hi, Ray and Dee. Here's your coffee as a simple way of showing my support to Banana Q Podcast. Three coffees, a bouquet of flowers, and a smiley face. Wow! Thank wow. you for keeping me company, especially when I'm at work." Continue to produce great topics and enjoy what you're doing, as it also reflects on your episodes. Oh. <laughs> so our episodes are king <laughs> I can imagine these laugh on every episode. Haha. <laughs> mm. Enjoy your coffee, your number one cutie. Oh yeah, she mentioned it. You're spot on, Eroragia, you are. Our number one cutie Thank you very much
1: Thank you so much And She's not the only one Who bought us coffee After her We had a second one Within like the same Day that we launched this Sep bought us Five coffees. Wow (laughs) Wow Sep is actually She also Left a message Before She's SJP Torres On Instagram Mm. So she said Thank you for making My long drives Bearable and fun So glad I could be The coffee genie so, drinks are on me.
0: <laughs> oh, so sweet. Oh,
1: these two are so sweet, right?
0: Roragia and SJP Taurus, thank you very much for the coffee.
1: Yeah, and just to clarify to the listeners who have no idea what is buy me a coffee, they, they didn't actually give us literal coffees. <laughs> so, so, there is...
0: <laughs> Logistically, that would be very hard.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, because actually they're they're from Canada and US and we're in Japan and Hong Kong how is that even possible so what happens actually is on buy me a coffee that We have our username Which is BananaCube Anyway, the link is on this episode So you can click on that If you want to see the exact link What you do is You can buy us a coffee One coffee costs 5 US dollars Yeah, so we will get the amount Through PayPal So it's not actually coffee But of course (laughs) you can use that amount To buy coffee if you want I think we want to use this actually To buy something to give back Yeah Right?
0: We we don't intend to use it for ourselves We actually want to give it back Back to our cuties, so <laughs>
1: maybe not all the cuties, right? Just maybe oh, one yeah, cutie. Just yes.
0: maybe one. So we're <laughs> thinking of creating or buying a simple memento. Well, what would you call that? The uh, token maybe, of yes. appreciation, and maybe we will raffle it to all our listeners, and the lucky winner will receive that token. So yeah, if ever you you feel generous uh, of giving us a coffee, please do so. BuyMeACoffee.com. Uh, rest assured, we will use those funds for. Meaningful purposes, not for actual coffee, but you know we will give it back. And <laughs>
1: but why not our uh, actual coffee? I also love coffee, and you also okay, love coffee. Okay, we can. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we we will buy coffees also, but also Mm. we will also like, yeah, we will think of what's a cute memento or that we could raffle off, I think, on our anniversary episode. So watch out for that.
0: That's coming up. Yes. Oh, my God. We're almost one year old.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. crazy. Exactly. So just watch out for that.
0: And the next one, this is a message from Madge in Instagram. Jollibee is mentioned in almost all your episodes. (laughs) <laughs> I hope Jollibee will sponsor you at Banana Q Podcast.
1: <laughs> yes, I hope they do. Are they going to sponsor us? <laughs> uh, uh,
0: yeah. We, we hope so. Thank you, Madge, for, for that wonderful message. And in this screenshot, like I can see from the bottom left corner D, mm. the Bluetooth name is Ah, Tambok One's <laughs> AirPods Pro. <laughs> Right. Oh, so, cute. <laughs> so so Madge is also Visaya. Yeah
1: yeah she, yeah, she is. Ah. If you remember a few episodes back, we read um an email from someone who was in Singapore. Remember and you said she was my soul sister. So that's Mad.
0: Ah <laughs> so that was Madge. Oh. Yes, yes. Tambok wants AirPods Pro. That sounds expensive. <laughs> AirPods Pro. Right? Thank you, Madge <laughs>
1: So our last duty is another repeat duty. This is Jackard from Instagram. He said on our episode 43, thanks for the shout out. Another fun episode. Carrie Underwood was the country singer who won Idol season 4 and sang Jesus Take the Wheel. Haha. Ha. So this is another, uh, what do you call this? Fact check.
0: Hey Who did we mention as singer? For Jesus Take the Wheel.
1: I said it might be Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> Why are we always wrong about singers? This oh yeah, <laughs> I
0: remember. You mentioned like Kelly Clarkson is the only country singer that we know of and <laughs> we were wrong. Again. So we we all we only knew one. Uh-huh. Singer, <laughs> belonging to that genre, and it was also wrong.
1: Or I don't even know if she's a country singer. I, th- I think it's just that <laughs> it, you just mentioned that there was an idol singer who mm-hmm. sang Jesus Take the Will, and I said, is it Kelly Clarkson? And he said, yeah, that sounds like her, but you were wrong, and I was wrong. So we've gotten two fact checks now, and they're always about singers. So... <laughs> <laughs> We should just not mention singers ever because we we're wrong about those, apparently.
0: No, 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 no. no. <laughs> the solution here D, is we should make an episode about music. That's oh, the proper yes. call-out.
1: And actually, yeah. now that you mentioned that, I have actually posted about that, guys, on Instagram and Facebook. What's your favorite song? So, please send us a voice clip answering the above question in English. Because uh-huh. we mentioned our podcast is in English, guys. So, optional extras, explain why, or... Sing a line from the song If you know, you're brave enough to do that Please do so So send that via Facebook PM Or Instagram DM Or email us at BananaQPodcast at gmail.com Now it's actually very easy If you're on Facebook Messenger Or on Instagram DM mm. right So you go to BananaQ Podcast And then at the bottom You will see like a microphone icon mm which is on uh, the bottom right side. So you just long press on that and then you can speak. When you release it, then the message will be sent to us. So it should be easy enough. Yeah.
0: It should be easy enough and I think it should be fun. Just imagine back in the days when you were calling your local radio station, your favorite DJ, to play your favorite song. You know, you would request that song, right? Yeah. Do the same. Like pretend that we are DJs and you want to request (laughs) your favorite song. But instead of just giving the song and the song uh, and the artist... Also explain why That would be fun
1: So yeah Instead of talking to the DJ You are talking to the (laughs) (laughs) D-Ray
0: Oh that's a very nice play of words (laughs) D-Ray Because we are D-Ray
1: Yeah we are So yes Please do that The more the merrier guys So just send them along Alright Alright
0: Mr. D. Ray make a request
1: (laughs) why are they requesting they are not requesting right (laughs) we're
0: requesting you to make a request to Mr. D. Ray yes
1: yes Yes. exactly (laughs) and I think
0: that's it that's it thank you thank you
1: bye